Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am your hostess, Pat Rulo, and today I have an amazing author to share with you. He is R. Weir. Randy's book titled The Divine Devils, Mystery Suspense Crime Thriller, Book One, recently won the Speak Up Talk Radio Firebird Book Award. How to describe him? Well, here's what he has to say. I live in the Mile High City with my wife and dog, where the Rocky Mountain High isn't always achieved with an herbal substance. When not glued to the computer for work and writing, I relax by enjoying the outdoors, doing yard work, and traveling with my wife in our motorhome, wherever the wind takes us. My writing delves into genres with gritty investigators exploring mystery, crime, suspense, and thrills, with involved plots and unexpected twists. Featuring former U.S. Marshal Hunter Devine, a dire, determined man searching for salvation in his broken life while Private Eye Jarvis Mann is tough and resourceful with as many faults as virtues. He says my character is exhibiting traces of my sense of humor, though I'm not nearly as tough and fearless as they are, though no evil stands a chance against my written word. And I have to say, I certainly hope I stand a chance today. So uh, let's find out. Welcome to the network, Randy. Hi, Pat. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good today. I'm, I'm happy to speak with you about your award-winning book. Congratulations. Thank you. It's always nice to get recognized. Uh, people have uh, enjoyed the book. Makes all that all hard hours of work uh, worthwhile. It really does, doesn't it? I mean, that's the whole point is to thrill people and, and to get them excited and interested. So uh, that's, that's good. Now, The Divine Devil's Mystery Suspense Crime Thriller Book One, not your first foray into writing. Where does this book fall in your lineup of work? Well, it's actually the ninth book that I've written. I had a, the Jarvis Man Private Eye series. I did eight books over a series of uh, four or five years. And he's a kind of a tough, snarky private eye. Um, but the, those that did that series, once I completed that series, I decided I wanted to go with a little different direction and uh, started The Divine Devils, which is the first book. And I've got a second book coming out in sometime this summer. And I've already hard at work on at book number three so been been keeping me out of trouble <laughs> a lot of time with covid <laughs> so this year so i've been pretty busy uh writing away that's awesome that's so good give us a sneak peek if you would then into the story sure yeah the divine devils is uh hunter divine is a former u.s marshal he lost his job many years ago um after the son of a u.s senator was murdered while he was guarding him and got in some political pressure and uh, pushed him out and kind of had fallen into hard times, kind of living in hotels around the country, drugs, booze, women, um, losing uh, kind of himself. And he gets a call from a former girlfriend of his from the past, uh, a past love, really, that uh, you know he still remembers. And she's a big-time CEO of a uh, green uh, energy company. And uh, someone's been trying to kidnap her kids. And so she gets desperate after a failed attempt that gets uh, some security people that she had hired uh, badly hurt and brings Hunter in, kind of desperate to find out what's going on. And he puts together this team, which kind of gets aptly named the Divine Devils because they kind of live on that fault line between the good and evil, uh, doing, doing what's right, but sometimes having to do what's wrong to get the job done. And uh, this team he puts together goes up against a, a brutal mobster uh, who has an agenda, 
with kidnapping these kids, uh, a means to an end in his mind. And uh, this is kind of Jarvis's way, and you kind of get into delve into his past, a little bit of uh, what he's like now, and uh, uh, his toughness. And uh, we get into that uh, past even more in the in the next book uh, coming up. Um, but it's it's kind of a, a, a he takes the job really as a way to hopefully pull himself out of the gutter and and uh, build hopefully a little bit of a better life and uh, his way to get salvation. Mm -hmm. So this really does cover that mystery, suspense, crime, thriller set of genres. Yeah, it it does. It goes across many. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of action. There's a little bit of humor. um, There's definitely some violence in there, a little bit of of sex. You know, nothing graphic, graphic, but there are some evil people in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're kind of on the edge of your seat, hopefully, you know, not sure what's going to happen all the time. So, yes, it does. It's mystery, suspense, crime, and definitely a thriller. And it's a fairly long book, too. It's over 400 pages. Mm-hmm. It was the longest book I wrote until uh, book two, which is even actually a little bit longer. So it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know from the people who've read the book, it seems like it keeps them glued. I've had some people, it's like they had a hard time putting the book down, mm-hmm. which is always great to hear. Where does this come from? Where where does this interest come from? You know, I've always been a crime genre fan. I've enjoyed, you know, I go all the way back to the days I enjoyed Ian Fleming and Robert Ludlum. Uh, Robert B. Parker is a, a really an idol of mine. I really have always liked his Spencer series and Jesse Stone, uh, but I've always enjoyed those genres. Um, been writing since I was a teenager, though more poetry in those days, and that was many decades ago. And as I got old, older, I started kind of writing short stories and, and trying to find characters in my voice and stuff and just kind of evolve from there. But the stories are always in my head, and as I say, they kind of revolve around me, and I feel like they're just kind of sitting out there for me to pick out of the air and develop and uh, Put, on, put down digitally these days. In the old days when I was on a, <laughs> a manual typewriter, typewriter. So these days, you know, it's all on computers and stuff. <laughs> I had some of my first stuff I ever wrote. I still have paper copies that printed up uh, from from a typewriter in a in a safe somewhere. It's a lot of research. It's just a lot of stuff in, in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an IT professional by trade, and I, and I did do one of my books, uh, The Dead Man Code in the Jarvis Man series, actually talked about IT thefts and, and security and identity theft and all that. So, you know, I pulled a little of that background into it. But, no, it's it's a lot of research, developing characters, uh, trying to give them their own voice as well, you know, and, and trying to, you know, keep them different. That's that's the other thing, too, is, you know, trying to not always create the same, especially the, the evil characters, the bad guys, as they say. Those are always the big challenges. Mm-hmm. Like in this book, The Divine Devils, uh, my bad guy, he has a nickname of Brushstroke, and he loves to paint. Mm-hmm. And, he, and some of the paintings of his are, are graphic images of some of the violent stuff that he has people doing for him. But that's his way of dealing with, I guess, maybe his own demons and stuff. But that, that was where he finds comfort. So, you know, you're always looking for those different twists in your characters. Yeah, that was something I was going to ask you about. You had written the Jarvis Mann P.I. series and had done many of those, so I would imagine that those characters were pretty much ingrained into your mind. 
uh, in your spirit. And so then you come up with a hundred divine series. You probably have to concentrate, keep those separately. So you don't have the one bleeding into the next. How does that work for you? Yeah, you do. You kind of have, sometimes you have to go back and look a little bit and you say, okay, I have these characters here and these guys, I'm going to make sure they're a little different. Um, I have more female characters in this new, in the Divine Devil series. I was more male centric. I have some more females and they're tough females. So yeah, you kind of look back and you say, okay, I've, I've had these guys. I've already done that. So I need to kind of go this way. And make it a little bit different. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you you do have to be careful of that that you're not repeating yourself, and that's where your your beta readers who have read your stuff, or even some of your fans, can come back and say, you know, you've already this guy here sounds awful lot like <laughs> this guy in your previous series. So you know maybe you need to change him up a little bit. But yes, you're always careful not to repeat yourself too much. So it is challenging. Mm-hmm. Talking about character development again for a moment. So when you first develop, say, Hunter Divine, are you deliberately developing him along the way or does he kind of morph into who he wants to be? Do they tell you or do you tell them? Yeah, and it's a little bit of both. Um, I'm very much a seat of the pants type of writer. Mm-hmm. So I'll have an idea Especially when I start a book like The Divine Devils, I knew there's going to be a U.S. Marshal, came up with a first name and all that, and I knew he would have a bit of a conflicted personality in life. <clears throat> but a lot of that did evolve as I wrote, and I always feel like the story kind of builds for me as I write. I'll sometimes just sit down and say, okay, this chapter is going to be about this, and I'll start writing, and I think it initially when I start, it's going to go right, and it actually may go left mm-hmm. instead. So so it all kind of evolves as I write. So very, very much it's kind of a combination. Mm-hmm. You have a little bit to start with, but then it kind of builds from there, and you add layers as you go along. And, and you may not know for sure what it'll be. Like I, I, I was a little worried about, you know, he'd like, you know, drugs, alcohol, women. That's kind of a cliche for people that struggle. So I wanted to make sure, you know, what brought him into that, what dragged him down in the ground, his past personality, things like that, and all that kind of is going to evolve even more in the second and even the third books. Uh, we'll delve in deeper, including his family background and all that. All righty, let's talk about your cover art. Where did that come from? I've had a couple, three different cover artists through the years, but my current artist, uh, her name is Mia, and she, uh, she, I give her an idea and I say, you know, I, the, the ideas are always mine. This is what I think I, the cover looks like, and she'll take it and run with it and develop it and uh, really do what I wanted. And like the Divine Devils, I wanted, uh, you know, Hunter Divine on the cover and kind of that good and evil kind of background. So we have kind of a red kind of you know, devilish background and a white background uh, in, in behind him. So... So that those two things building in the past. So, but she does a great job. I wish I could. I wish I could draw. You know, I can. <laughs> I can kind of see it in my head, but I do not have that graphic capability. So you've got to find people to do that for you. And but I've had a few different ones for the year. But she's she's really good uh, um, with uh, taking those images that I give her, and she puts them out, and and I go, wow. wow. <laughs> 
you were like, we're in my head, you know. <laughs> I love when that happens. I actually really like your book cover. Um, I can remember it in my mind's eye, and I haven't seen it since a couple of weeks ago. It, it actually makes me think of a, that maybe I saw it as a TV series. That's how it sticks in my mind. I would love for that. You know, any movie producers <laughs> or TV producers, be sure to give them my phone number. I, <laughs> I, I, I love to talk with them as long as they don't screw it up too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. You need some, to... stuff, some stuff, does real, they do a really good job. Like I, I, I'm a big fan of the Bosch TV series, which is a great uh, novel by Mike, Mike, Michael uh, Connolly. And uh, that one has done, Titus uh, Wellever plays Bosch, and he does a great job there. And that series is really rough and gritty and really good. And, of course, there have been many others that have not, <laughs> not been translated very exactly. well through the years. <laughs> We'll have to be careful. Oh my yeah. Gosh. Well, if you give you enough money, you you kind of well. I guess I'll sleep okay. Yeah, I think we can uh, we can deal with that, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're funny. So we answered the question of what's next. We've got book two coming out this summer and book three on the way or in your head, right? Correct. Book uh, book two is going to be called Fallen Star, um, the Divine Devils book two, <laughs> simply plus. And there he's helping a, a TV movie star out of a an adult jam she got herself into, and he goes to Reno, Nevada, and spends a lot of time there getting in trouble, uh, Hunter and his team. And then this, the third book is going to deal with human trafficking, uh, human sex trafficking as well. So it's a very going to be a very gritty, tough book, and I'm going to have to do that one's requiring a lot of research. But I've already written about 50,000 words on that one while I'm waiting to hear back from my editor, oh, wow. editor and stuff on the, on the second book. So, yeah, Excellent. keeping me out of trouble. Good for you. Good for you. All right. Is there anything we missed that you wanted to talk about today? Um, other than just, uh, you know, any, anyone who wants to sign up on my website, um, I do give them a free book for my newsletter, which is always a great thing. In the Jarvis Mann series, I give them the first novel, Tracking a Shadow. Um, I put out a newsletter like once a month, and I don't sell your information. So <laughs> those are those, those are always nice, but I always like uh, <clears throat> writing the newsletter and keeping people up to date on, on my writing progress. And, my process. That's that's always interesting. And even some personal inside stuff about me as well. That's always interesting. I always love to find out more about the author. That's why I like doing these interviews, just to get a feel for who the person is and just hear their voice. I think that's very, very valuable to your readers and your fans. So where can they go to find out more and to purchase your books? Yeah, they can go to my website, which is www.rweir.net. And my author name, I just go by R, the single letter R, Weir, W-E-I-R. And they're all available on Amazon, or people can come direct to me through the website and uh, get books. And I do a lot of you know, events. I, I didn't miss last year, unfortunately, because of COVID, but um, I do author events. I'll be up in Deadwood, South Dakota. And I'm going to do a lot. I do a lot of holiday craft fairs and other uh, car shows, things like that, that have craft fairs and sell book and uh, sell a lot of paperbacks of those. So I'm looking forward to getting back out and doing that more. But Amazon is, is always, yep. they, you know, they own the book market, so you got to sell there. So that's always a good place to look for me. Absolutely. All right. So the book is titled The Divine Devils, Mystery, Suspense, Crime, Thriller, Book One. And we will be looking for Book Two, Fallen Star. The website is rweir.net, rweir.net. Randy Weir, what a pleasure to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much. Oh, I appreciate it, Pat. Enjoyed talking with you.